Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America. Happy Saturday. So glad you can join us Saturday before Labor Day, Saturday of the last big weekend in the summer of 2022. And of course, the last weekend, ladies, before you become football widows, that's right, next Sunday, September 11th, the football season begins. Actually, there could be a lot of husbands that are widowers on football because a lot of great women are football fans, my wife included. Sadly, she's a Packers fan. I'm a Giants fan. So in mid-October, we're going to play against each other in London. And I guess we'll have a a long, quiet weekend of ribbing going on then. But football season on the way, falls here, one of the great seasons of our, of our country. And it's a Saturday morning. And what we want to do today on this Labor Day weekend is take you down to the border, to the men and women who are trying to protect the border in spite of an administration that won't let them enforce the law. And so we've got two eloquent voices back to back for you today on that border crisis. First up, Congressman Andy Biggs. We had him on a TV show. You're going to love what he had to say. We had two blocks with him. A thoughtful man with a lot of solutions, but he also is a straight talker. He's not going to accept the fake stories coming out of the White House, the press podium. The truth of the matter is the border is open. America is insecure at its southern border, and Andy Biggs is going to give it to us straight. And then uh, on this weekend where we honor workers, labor unions, all those that make our great nation what it is, Well, Brandon Judd, the president of the Border Patrol Union, joins us. He's going to give us his thoughts about what it means to the men and women on the front lines of the Border Patrol when they hear the press secretary say, there's nobody walking across the border. That's just not true. Excuse me. I've got, well, several thousand photos, tens of thousands of witnesses, and plenty of video footage to the contrary. Brandon Judd, not happy that the White House thinks he can get away with that lie. He's here second. Brandon Judd, the president of the Border Patrol Union, up second after Andy Biggs. What a great show. Thankful for two great guests spending time on a Saturday with us. We'll have that right after this commercial break. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower 
your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back, everybody. Joining us now is one of our favorite representatives from Arizona, one of our favorite folks on Capitol Hill, Congressman Andy Biggs. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Amanda. John, good to be with you. Okay, now let's hit the breaking news. You uh, invited President Biden's press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, to visit the border in Arizona because she claimed at a White House presser that migrants are not walking over the border. I'm curious, has she responded to your RSVP? Not yet. Um, I'm holding my breath. I, I, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> You know what it's like. You're there. You're telling the truth every day to folks. Folks in Washington are getting away with murder with the things they're saying. They uh, they say it's closed. They say no one's walking over. They say it's humane. Uh, Brandon uh, Judd was just on a few uh, segments ago, and he said something really powerful, that the number of deaths uh, of people crossing the border this year will top 800, go almost 900 possibly by the end of the month, an all-time record, blowing away all records People are dying because of the way Joe Biden's put this in. When does Washington get that message? Well, we've been hammering and trying to get them to understand and see that their plan is inhumane, but they won't listen. So you have the deaths you have. Uh, but let's let's talk about some other things. This is just from the people who are illegally entering. So you have the deaths you have. We're not even counting the number of people that uh, have to be serviced and rescued by the Border Patrol. And there's hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, you, we're not talking about the 10 or 12 illegal aliens entering the Yuma Regional Hospital every day. We're not talking about the four or five uh, maternity uh, ward patients from the illegal alien community every day in Yuma, Arizona. That hospital is having to eat more than $20 million 
just at that one hospital. We're not talking about, uh, uh, you know, I hate to say this, but the sexual assaults, about two thirds of all women and girls coming across are sexually assaulted. And about 30% of all men and boys who come across are sexually assaulted. We're not talking about uh, the bodies we don't find. Uh, I was down one time on the river talking to a CBP agent. He was uh, would never let me use his as attribution, but he said the numbers you get in the river are probably two or three times below what the actual number is. That's what have with regard to the inhumanity uh, just on the people who are illegally trying to enter the country. Unbelievable. Well, I happen to know that there is still a little bit of a supply chain crisis within certain sectors of purchasing. So you've got these uh, shipping containers just sitting around. And it seems like folks like uh, in Arizona and Texas have found some pretty creative ways of trying to stem the flow. Uh, last week, your governor, Doug Ducey, announced that he was going to line uh, 3,800 roughly feet of the border near Yuma, Arizona, with double stacked shipping containers. Of course, Governor Greg Abbott in Texas was sending uh, migrants from the border to other parts of the country. We have finally started to get creative with these types of tactics. Um, how do we continue doing things like this and do they help? Well, they, well, I'll speak to do they help first. Uh, yeah, I was down there and saw the roughly 3,500 linear feet of double-decked uh, cargo containers wall that was there. And what that does, you guys, um, the people who were coming there by the Morellis Dam, they were coming in and they were going right into the fields. And Yuma supplies something like 95% of all winter uh, leafy green vegetables, you know, spinach, uh, and, and other vegetables on top of that. They would get those fields contaminated because you'd get these these camps set up there. So these these are blocking that. They're channeling the people, though, however, about two miles south. And where are they going? They're going to where there isn't a fence. And they're coming in in Yuma the last five days, more than a thousand every day uh, coming in. So they're working, uh, but there's not enough of them, and there's so many gaps. Uh, it's it's almost impossible uh, to conceive if unless you go down there and take a look. Yeah, it really is remarkable. You have done more than any member of Congress I know to educate your colleagues about what's going on. You're always hosting people coming down, giving them the latest updates. You've got a group down there this week that's been checking out the border. What's been their reaction when they get down there and they get to see with their eyes what the media hasn't told them? It blows them away. I mean, uh, one of them said to me, as we went into a facility designed to, it's a a processing facility designed for 1,200 people. 2,300 people were there when we were there. And he just turned to me and said, this is dystopian. This is is surreal. This is not, this cannot be real in the United States of America. And that's really what they're saying. And and it's it's true. We we begin looking at it and you say, how can this country uh, last very long when the, the estimated numbers over four and a half million people coming in since the inauguration of Joe Biden between the ports of entry. We're not talking about the two million legal entrants that come in that we welcome in. They get green cards. They work. They participate in our communities. We're talking about four and a half million people plus. And and we're not even counting all of the gotaways who we don't know where they're going. We don't know what they're doing and we don't know what their intentions are. So it was an eye opener for uh, everybody that was there, although uh, several of them had been to borders uh, and other parts of the border. Uh, it's just 
it, until you see it, John and Amanda, it's hard to conceive of it. We're there. It's 116 degrees outside. Oh. I'm thinking we're not going to see anybody because it's so hot. They usually come in the middle of the night in Arizona. We had three Russians, a family of Russians, come over and surrender while we were there. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, Congressman, the American Southwest is boiling right now across California, Arizona, New Mexico, of course, Texas as well. So at least right now with these extreme temperatures, there's got to be some type of congressional stopgap measure, or, or I, I would hope that there would be. Are there any Democrats in Congress you consider allies who maybe are, are like those people you talked about who came to the border and couldn't believe it, and maybe they do want to do something? Any, any folks on the Democrat side who would be willing to side with Republicans on this? I can only think of one, and that's Henry Cuellar. Um, the rest are willing to give some lip service, uh, but 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 that's just a very few of them. Most of them are like uh, the El Paso representative who says there is no issue on the border, or Jerry Nadler who says there is no issue on the border. Uh, and and you know you saw Jean Pierre, Ms. Jean Pierre, who is the presidential mm-hmm. spokesperson. He says nobody's walking across the border. Uh, you, well. Look, I could take you multiple places and you could just stand there for a little bit and literally watch 50, 75, 100 people walk across the border, come across the Rio Grande. It, it is as if you're reading 1984 yeah. or the world. We got a lot of questions. I want to move from the border to Washington for a second. Our Attorney General Merrick Garland sent a letter to the entire Justice Department saying no talking to Congress right after 20 whistleblowers come out. What do you make of that letter? Is this an effort to intimidate? I I believe it is. I think it, you know, he might be skirting right on the edge of the whistleblower law. Um, I don't think he can tell people not to to come speak to Congress. Uh, And I think it's an attempt to uh, basically intimidate, shut up the whistleblowers uh, because they are exposing the political animus that motivates so much of the investigations uh, in Washington, D.C. by the Department of Justice and the FBI. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Congressman, we all recently learned that A.G. Garland circulated uh, a memo amid the DOJ or among the DOJ uh, saying that if you guys testify them or subpoena them to come to Congress and speak to you, that they should turn it down. Your thoughts? Well, um, I think that they don't have the right to turn down that subpoena. It seems to me that we're going to be able to hold you in contempt. Our problem, of course, is the contempt law, the way it's written. We end up having to go to, of all places, Merrick Garland, the Department of Justice, to try to get help, get them to help us enforce that subpoena. We're probably going to have to look very carefully at how you change that law, uh, because you can't go to the enforcer um, who is not willing to participate. And that's what the, what basically what he's saying. Yeah, it's got a great system when you have both sides of the system covered with the same guy. It's really not that fair. Uh, No doubt that if you get Republicans get in control and they're recalcitrant witnesses, you're going to go the contempt route and you're going to have some history with Steve Bannon now and Peter Navarro and others to be able to point to uh, Republicans are determined to get the testimony they want next year. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know what? We may have to have a change in the statute or or how we proceed, because I, I anticipate further obstruction on the part of Merrick Garland, but it, it, we're gonna, we may have to find a way, devise a way to go around Merrick Garland to get these people to come in. 
And um, that's why I think we need to do first and foremost is reinstate the Holman rule um, so that we get to hold people like Mary Garland uh, uh, responsible. And that Holman rule allows the Congress to basically defund an individual bureaucrat who is willfully uh, uh, basically in this instance, he would be violating uh, the subpoena power and oversight power of the United States Congress. Yeah. Congressman, there are so many timely issues and issues in the news cycle to talk to you about, but uh, we're heading into midterms. We are bumping up against it very soon. It'll be here before we know it. I don't know if you're a betting man or not, but I'm just curious. What do you think is going to happen? So in the House, I think we take it. I think the majority will look like uh, somewhere around 15 to 20 uh, on the Republican side. In the Senate, uh, it's going to be really close. Uh, we need to we need it goes through Arizona and Blake Masters, who's the Republican candidate. Uh, he's just a little bit behind. And if we can get him up and over the over the hump, then all of a sudden I think we get 51 seats in the United States Senate. But we've got we've got to take try to take Herschel Walker uh, down in Georgia and we've got to protect the Republican seat with J.D. Vance in Ohio. If we do those things, I think it's a one, maybe maybe a one seat advantage to the uh, Republicans in the Senate. Yes, it's an important dynamic to watch in the final 60 days as people are making up their minds. I want to turn real quickly. You have been a champion of free speech. Uh, you see all these new memos coming out thanks to the great work of the attorneys general in Missouri and in Louisiana. 13 federal agencies were working behind the scenes. We couldn't see it, but they were working behind the scenes to enforce censorship uh, at social media companies, at news media companies, uh, your thoughts in government actually infringing Americans' rights to free speech? Well, it, it's reprehensible because it's it's absolutely unconstitutional. And not only is it unconstitutional, it is it is typical Democrat projection when when Biden says that Republicans who support the, the America First movement are pseudo fascist. When you engage uh, the private sector to do the dirty work. Of, of big government, so big government marrying big tech or big corporations, that's fascist. And that really is what happened here, uh, trying to suppress the free speech of Americans. And I, that it tells me that the Congress has got to take action. And it can't be just something like, let's trim around Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. It tells me we're going to have to take a long, hard look at, at two things, those corporations and whether they they're following antitrust law or their their anti-competitive behavior. And also the agencies of the state that have been uh, politicized as weapons of the Democrat Party. We have got to stop that if we're going to have a, a long, a long lasting constitutional republic where everybody, Democrats, Republicans, left, right, get to have free speech. And that's really what we're supposed to be about. Yeah. Congressman, that. we've got. Just about a minute left. I want to shift back to politics in Arizona because we oftentimes talk about Californians and New Yorkers heading to Texas and Florida, but a lot of them come to Arizona and we have seen Arizona go from solidly red to purplish blue. Do you think that's one of the biggest reasons why? And how do you say to Californians, don't come? Well, it certainly is a big reason why I can go into a corporation in Arizona that might have relocated here. And 95 percent of the employees have come from California. Uh, I always tell them, hey, well, welcome. We're glad you're here. But there's a reason you're here. It's the policies that we have. Please don't vote to turn us back into California or else you'll be leaving Arizona before too very long. And so, uh, yes, Amanda, 
Uh, it is having a tremendous impact. Um, but but you know what they tell me? They say uh, when I talk to California guy uh, conservatives, they say, "Oh no, all our conservatives are going to Arizona." <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> it's a beautiful state. Well, we're going to know in November. That's for sure, Congressman. What yeah. an honor! Thank you for joining us. My my pleasure. Wow, what a great interview. So fun to have Amanda and I have that discussion. We're going to be right back with more interviews just like that one. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash Just News. That's AMAC.us forward slash Just News. We're so lucky today to be joined uh, by Brandon Judd, the uh, head of the Border Patrol Agents Union. He is on the front lines of uh, this extraordinary crisis that we're seeing unfold. Brandon, great to have you on the show. John, it's always good to be with you. Thank you. Amanda, yeah. it's good to see you. Great to see you. We love it. You're a truth teller. And uh, I want to ask you about something I, I witnessed at the White House podium, the White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre saying, Nobody's walking across the border. Uh, I just want to see. Maybe I've been watching the wrong show, but uh, is she telling the truth? Yeah, John, I, I deal with this nightmare every single day. I watch hundreds of people in just my area alone. I watch hundreds of people come across our borders every single day. And yes, they are, in fact, walking 
across our borders. Then, if, and then of course, if you go into Texas and you look at what's going on over there, we're talking about thousands of people that are swimming and walking into the United States every single day. This was a lie. She knows it's a lie, but she knows that the, that the mainstream media is not going to call her on it. And if they're not going to call her on it, she's going to continue to lie. She deflects from the issue, hoping that the American people aren't going to dig into it. They're, they're hoping that they're not going to look into what is actually going on in the border. And when the mainstream media allows her to lie like this, then there's a good chance that they're not going to dig into it. And that is a huge problem. Wow. Yeah, sure is. Absolutely. And, and Brandon, you know, Democrats act like they care about people. They act like they care about the humanitarian crisis of this. They want people to be able to come to our country to flee whatever it is they are fleeing in their own country. And I don't doubt that they care about their votes, but the vo votes only happen here when the people make it here alive. And if you really want to talk about the humanitarian crisis, it's the fact that when Biden took office, there were only 300 deaths at the border. And we are about to knock on the door of three times that 800 deaths of migrants. Talk about that humanitarian crisis. Yeah. And that's what's so disgusting about the rhetoric that we're seeing from the left right now. When you hear them say that they care about people, let's look at the actual evidence. Don't listen to their words. Look at the evidence, look at their actions, and their actions are causing these people to put themselves in the hands of these very dangerous criminal cartels who do not care about life. They will leave them in the middle of the desert if they can't keep up. They will drop babies on, um, on trails hoping to distract Border Patrol agents. And if the Border Patrol agents, if we don't find those, and those, those little babies, they will in fact die. This is what's going on and this is what the Democrats are encouraging. And that's what is, that's the main problem with this. But again, what you just said, 800 deaths, we're approaching 800 deaths in this fiscal year alone. Last fiscal year, we broke the previous record um, in Biden's first uh, year in office when we had 500 deaths. Now we're approaching 800 deaths and he continues to do nothing about it and he knows what the problems are and he knows what can be done. But he doesn't have the political will because he has too many activists in the White House and he has too many activists in DHS. We're never going to get this crisis under control until he actually looks at what's best for the American people and does what's best for them. Brandon, it's really remarkable uh, the portrayal that the Homeland Security Secretary gives the White House press secretary. We know they're not telling the truth. But the Border Patrol chief, when put under uh, oath, well, he had acknowledged that there were no consequences in this administration to uh, crossing the border illegally. How important was that testimony for just getting a man in uniform to say exactly what was going on? Well, I, I wish that he would actually come out and, and talk to you. I wish he would come on your show. There's nothing. There's nothing in law that prohibits him from coming on your show. He just can't do it in uniform. If he's going to be in uniform, then he has to have the agency's permission. But he has um, constitutional rights to speak on his own behalf and tell everybody what he's seeing. That's what I do. That's what we all do. We, we all put our own careers on the line when we come on and we tell the truth about what's going on, on the border. I would have liked to, I would like to see him do that rather than be forced to do it under a deposition, under sworn testimony. But still, because he did it under sworn testimony, now we're actually seeing what's going on. Now you have somebody that is in, is in uniform, that while in uniform, gave this sworn testimony to talk about the facts and the reality on the border today. 
Well, and he also predicted that illegal immigration is going to increase even more than the record-breaking numbers that we've seen. And, you know, I remember when Biden first took office and I saw some interviews with some illegal immigrants, few of them who spoke English, and said that they came because they were told that when Joe Biden took office, they would be allowed to come. So as, as much as we are vocalizing concern about this stuff, I don't think it's going to do anything to send it back in the other direction. So I think we are doomed to that prediction, which is that it's going to go up. Do you agree? Oh, I do agree. I, I, in fact, I know it's going to go up. The trends clearly show that it's going to go up. Right now, you know, it's, it's very frustrating to us when you have Commissioner Magnus come out and say, well, we dropped by 6,000 apprehensions from the previous month, so we're, the trend is going down. That's not true. The trend always goes down in the hotter months. We go down, and as the months start to cool off, the numbers are going to continue back up. Just because we dropped by 6,000, I mean, that's a that's a drop in the bucket compared to what we're dealing with. We should be apprehending somewhere around 40,000 people every single month. We're at 200,000. 6,000 people is is not a drop. That is just the typical trends that we that we always see. But then you look at why. Why isn't this administration doing anything about it? And, and it's funny because they took a calculated risk. They took that risk saying that it's not gonna hurt them in the midterms. They determined that border security and what you talk about, what Fox News talks about, what, what other people talk about, wasn't gonna hurt them in, in, in the midterms. And if you look right now in Arizona, it looks like Mark Kelly is in fact going to be reelected. Um, you look at the uh, the other people in the um, um, Southwestern states and, and it looks like there is, the, the Republicans aren't going to take back the Senate as it stands today. Now there are two and a half months until the actual election, so things could change. But as it stands today, border security is not going to hurt them. And if it doesn't hurt them, they're going to take a victory lap and we can continue to see the exact same thing. And that's how we know that the numbers are going to continue to rise. That's a frightening scenario. I think that that's where we're headed. Um, we talk about every state being a border state and it's become cliche, but we saw a powerful example of it in North Carolina, a brave sheriff's deputy murdered at the hands of two uh, men who we now have been confirmed by ICE, they were illegally in the country, two Mexican illegal immigrants in the country. They kill a deputy sheriff. The toll on all sides of the border keeps going. You talked about the migrants dying on their way here. The p number of people being killed in this country by the acts of illegals seems to be extraordinary. Your thoughts on losing a brother in law enforcement? Oh, it, it makes me, I, I can't even begin to tell you how mad I am when I see that, especially when it's at the hands of people that have no right to be here in the first place and that could have been removed, but this administration refuses to do it for politics. They will put politics ahead of lives. We're talking about lives. We're talking about lives of U.S. citizens. Um, a fellow law enforcement officer lost their hands because this administration lost his life because this administration refuses to prioritize life over politics. Brandon, uh, that leads me into my next question, because I just keep thinking to myself, is there anything that would motivate Democrats to shut down the border? Because we all know that, that hardly anything trumps politics and the subsequent power that it brings. So is it Democrat members of Congress personally being impacted by the border with overdoses or, or crimes like this? Like, what does it take for the border crisis and the safety of the American people to become more important for the people who oppose border security? Elections. 
That's what it comes down to. If Democrats believe that they're going to lose their their seats of power, they will change um, their paradigm. They will do what's necessary to secure the border. But until the American people actually know what's going on, until they're educated um, in what's happening on the border and these individuals continue to get reelected again, they're going to take that victory lap and say, I told you so. Border security isn't going to hurt me. Um, We have to know what's going on. All I want to do is have an honest conversation. I don't care if people agree with me or disagree with me. All I want them to have is the facts. I want them to be be able to um, make their own opinions based upon facts, not rhetoric or what they're hearing from the mainstream media. And if we have that honest conversation, I am confident that the American people will agree that border security is a very um, huge issue that impacts them and their families' lives and they will push their uh, their elected officials to do the right thing. That's exactly how our founding fathers wanted it to happen. The, the citizens getting the control of the flight stick. It's important. Brandon, we are so grateful. Every time you come on, we get lots of facts. We get truth. We don't get any spin. Thank you for joining us and giving us a straight report about what's really going on at that border. John and Amanda, thank you. Great honor to have you on, sir. And thank you for your service. Don't go anywhere, folks. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, have a great rest of your Saturday. Thank you for spending a little bit with me and John Solomon Reports and Just the News. We're always grateful for that. Tune in Sunday. Yep, when you're getting your coffee and your eggs, you got your newspaper out, going for the walk, put the earbuds in. Great lineup. Senator Ron Johnson, Cash Patel. Jay Christian Adams, the election integrity expert, former Justice Department official, uh, joining us. Alfredo Ortiz, a really fantastic voice on the economy, small business, Main Street America. Victoria Coates, the former Deputy National Security Advisor, President Trump, one of the great strategic thinkers in national security. She's joining us. And of course, the last guest is someone you may not have heard of, but once you hear her story, I promise you, you will never ever forget her. Her name is Shauna Chappelle. She's the mom of one of those 13 brave Marines killed at the gate in Afghanistan one year ago in the chaotic and failed withdrawal that the Biden administration created from Afghanistan. Shauna's son will not be forgotten because she won't let the memory of her son die. She's an extraordinary hero and you're going to hear her story and some conversation we had with Amanda Head and I on our TV show. It's going to be worth tuning in for. All right, folks, enjoy the rest of Saturday. We'll be back tomorrow with our Sunday edition. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. 
you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.